This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. called eternal life that that life of knowing God uh, of learning God of always progressively more and uh, more better and better uh, knowing God it's personal it's intimate it's a relation uh, that that is conditioned by revelation there are a lot of people know about God, maybe know a lot about God, but don't know God. It's a relationship out of a revelation, all right, that's offered to, offered to everyone, but it's a, a, it, it, it's a pursuit, and it's a passion out of purpose. It's knowledge and understanding that comes by way of encounter and experience with God. It's with the living God, God alive, living life with us, doing life together with God. That's how you know God. The, the, The rebirth is the beginning of a new life that is not done, you know, uh, abstractly. It's not done in some you know, uh, God's way up there and we're, we're here. No, God comes to live on the inside. We do life together. We do life together. We don't just do Wednesday nights together. Funny thing, I've watched the erosion. Uh, faith is never just, uh, um, you know, you wake up one day and you don't, you don't have any. Or you wake up one day and you've got great faith. It, it's not, it doesn't work that way. Faith is accumulated There is the measure of faith, but then that must be developed. It must be exercised. It must be lived. The Bible talks about uh, putting, you know, money in a bag with holes in it and God blowing on it. You know, when 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 we're not aligned uh, with uh, with God like we need to be. Aligned with God. I'm not talking about religious thing. I'm talking about doing life together with God. You know, you'll find that, uh, uh, you know, that life will bore holes in your bag. And pretty soon, and I watch this now, you know, I mean, and I'm going to tell you something. It's hard to be a disciple of Jesus Christ uh, just on Sunday morning only. Yeah. You, you'll, there'll be a measurement there. But it'll be way, it'll be a life way less than God ever intended uh, for us. And uh, if the devil starts getting, as a disciple now, that's who I'm talking to tonight, right? So, uh, as a disciple, be careful about, uh, you know, about uh, that um, decision and determination being eroded. The devil starts getting your, your want to about Wednesdays. I've watched this now over the years, and pretty soon, then we get some timey with that, we start getting some timey with Sunday. And then after a while, you just get 
sometimey, sometimey, you know. Uh, and that's, you know, uh, uh, that never does end good. It never ends good, you know. Not by the way that God measures good. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the number one purpose and priority of this life is to know God. Uh, I'll tell you, that's why we're here tonight. We're here on purpose. You had to really want to come out tonight to be here. It's Now listen, it's a supreme... I, I'm not going to live uh, life, uh, you know, uh, with without purpose, but I'm not going to live... I'm going to live life very purposeful, you know, that, that there's, there is intent in what I do. There's a, I know the reason why, and anything that challenges it, see, there, see you, priorities come out of purpose, but so does prosperity. It's a matter of priority. <clears throat> it, it's the, the, you, we are supremely, there's a supreme advantage to be a child of God Engaged in knowing God more and more and better and better. We're severely disadvantaged in not knowing. The scripture teaches us over. Uh, in the Old Testament it says, my people are destroyed. We could say this, taken advantage of by the destroyer for a lack of knowledge. All lack is out of not knowing. It's a lack of knowing. or Now listen, learning God. You can't live on, on uh, you know... I can't live on the day that I got married with Sandy, you know, uh, and then visit her every, you know, once a year. You know, are you listening? You're not going to make it the distance. And that, there's no no, there's no sharing of life. There's no uh, knowing one. In the same way with God. I mean, you can't visit God on, you know, weddings and funerals and Christmas and Easter. Or, you know, or one time a month. Or once a week. Moving right along. And, and be advantaged in life. How many of you believe that if, 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 you, if you know God and God, you're doing life together, whatever you run into, it's not just you, then it's Him in you. It's a supreme advantage, you know, to be with God. Yeah, you'll find lots of folks, well, God's with me. He said he'd never leave or forsake you now, but a lot of times, you know, when, but when faith is required, if you've not built any faith, there's not much to work with there because he's going to work his word. He works with his word. I said it's the word that he works, amen. <laughs> so we're here tonight to hear the word of God. Uh, advancing in life depends on advantaging. You can't advance... Without the advantage. You have to be. First we advantage. And then we can advance. You know it's a wise choice. Exercise of wisdom to be here to hear. To learn and to know. To grow in knowledge understanding of God. We're, that we're living for. And living with. Doing life together. Faith comes by hearing. I said faith comes by hearing. Amen. Now we now listen. We're not going to withhold the word of God. We we are doing our best. I, I you know, uh, but I uh, you know putting it on the podcast that people cannot be here. There's a lot of people just they're not going to be here because they're going to listen to the podcast. That's the easier way uh, out for them. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. You know, there's something about 
you know, uh, uh, not every not every job can be worked remotely from home. There's some require that you have to be on the job. Amen. I never have seen anybody build a house remotely from home. Not one to live in. And we're building a house. You're, you and I are both, we're all building a house that we live in. God's building his house. Amen. And we're building a, a house, a home with uh, the Lord. Amen. Let's uh, look at John 14 and 12 uh, for part of our, our foundation of Scripture. Also, there's a reason why, you know, over there in Hebrews second chapter where it said we ought to pay the more earnest uh, the more earnest heed. We ought to pay closer attention to things that we have heard, lest we let them slip. You know, a long, long time ago, I heard that Christians go to church and they keep on going to church. They go to church their whole life. They learn to be faithful to church, to be successful. Amen. Now, that will be challenged over and over and over and over and over again. It's a funny thing about the devil who's not that smart of a fella. I mean, but he is smart enough to realize where the real trouble comes from. He can stop every harvest in your life if he can get the seed. You never show up to get the seed. I'm a sower sowing the seed. I'm sowing the word. I read in the Bible, that's what you do. I'm sowing the word. We're, we're, we're preaching and teaching faith, but you've got to show up to hear it. Amen. Yes, you do. There's a spirit of faith. And there's only so much that we can get into the podcast. You've got to be around folks to, 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 uh, you know, to really uh, get the anointing of God on you. To really experience the overflow. Amen. See, before anything else, before I came here, uh, before I came here tonight, uh, you know, I had to make a decision, rain or shine, this or that, you know, that I'm in my 30-something year with God here, but you just, you just get in your rig, you walk up, you do whatever you got to do, you know, because it's the practical practice of the thing. Sometimes we need to be around folks that are just doing it. If we're going to become doers of it, we need to be around folks that do do it. We don't need to be around folks that don't do it. We need to be around folks what do do it. Amen. That's a funny thing about good company you'll it'll infect you funny thing about bad company it'll it'll uh, I, i'm not around the, the forsakers I'm, I'm not a i'm not a forsaker amen oh don't let this be too strong for you we're laying you know we 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 are you interested in these things greater works now Verse 14 and 12, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me. You can't steadfastly believe in the Lord until you, until you get steadfast in some things. Amen. Decide some things for your life. Praise the Lord, everybody. Boy, this will work for your, for your weight and your health and your wealth. It will work for every area of your life getting steadfast. Just staying, staying with it and staying at it. Amen. Steady. Everybody say steady. Steadfast with some things, all right? I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, 
Now, he should have let that word off. He should have just said, if you just believe in me, just believe it. No, he said steadfastly. So that changes the game because you can believe in God but not steadfastly. You can be very inconsistent with believing in God. Well, you can't build great faith if you use all the little bit of little faith that you got and life will demand, make a demand on you. I said life will challenge us. It will make a demand on us and, and the devil will bore holes in your little faith bag. And you just leak on all out. Amen. Listen, this year we're living under the thing I shared with the leadership. I don't mind sharing it with you as well. I hope, you know, that our lives will prove this out. But if you miss, you'll miss out. This is a year if you miss your appointments with God, you'll miss out. It ain't going to be a lot of makeup stuff, you know. I mean, you'll just miss out. Keep your appointment with God. Do your very best. And God knows whether or not we can. Or we just start living by excuses. Praise the Lord everybody. Jesus said a whole bunch about excuses. I'm not in that pile. I've been in that pile a time or two. Ask me how that worked out for me. Because, because it's important is, is the end result and how it works out for you. And if and Now listen. And the measurement that we bring to anything... You know, uh, life will, will meet out to us necessity and desire. What you need and what you want determines, you know, the measurement that you use. You start with what you want for a harvest. And people get all fantasizing about harvest and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. I'm going to tell you what now. You ain't going to have no harvest without no seed. Now, the first thing that happens when you... when is that you have a harvest that you need or you identify a harvest that you desire, all right? You can't fix something if you don't, if you're in denial that it's broke. Amen. I mean, have an automobile sitting out there parked, you know, and it looks good and everything like that, but the fool thing won't crank, take you nowhere and just say, you know, you got a car. Oh, yeah, good car been good all these years well come on over well i can't why well it's broke well what's wrong with it i really don't know but it's been a good car well you know the pur the fun the purpose of the car is function not form you know owning the car is you know pr i have pride of ownership i mean it's a good car you know well you know pride of ownership is that will it go anywhere Will it take you anywhere? Well, no, but you know, I, 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 I like it. I like that car. You know. But it's broke because it won't take you nowhere. It won't do nothing for you. It's not serving the purpose for which it was made. It was to carry you somewhere so you can do life and have life and it's better. You know, you out by the thing with a, a cardboard uh, sign, you know. Would you pick up anybody on the street with a cardboard sign that says, please give me a ride, and the car's sitting right there in the driveway? I wouldn't. I'd say, is that your car? Yeah. Well, why ain't you riding in it? Oh, it's broke. Well, what's wrong with it? I don't know. Don't you think you ought to find out? Should you find out if it's not working you know, if it's not serving the purpose, then, then should you find out? That's the first thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what now. You know, the devil will keep, keep us deceived and in denial about, you know, well, maybe the Lord's just, 
you know, going to work through all this mess you're in. This sickness and disease, this or whatever, you know. He sure will, you know. But the first thing he's going to do is say, look here, it's broke. That body's broke. It needs to be fixed. What's wrong with it? I know what the medical stuff said. Let's start changing the facts with the truth. Got no money. Let's start changing the facts of that with the truth of God. Amen. Can't get along with the 15 wives I've had. Let's start changing something here because the common denominator, all of them couldn't have been bad. You're the one that's gone through all them. I'm not being mean, but I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth now. You know, are you listening? I mean, you know, keep a job for two weeks and... I don't need to go any further than, than that. No, there's got to become some steadfastness in there. Like I said, you know, you, now you watch this. I, you know, uh, we, uh, there, life is, is a lot of life. Wisdom it first observes. It just has to observe. The Bible's full of examples of what to do. The Bible's full of examples of what not to do. It tells both sides of it. Talks about the wise, talks about the foolish. Talks about the successes, talks about the failures. Amen. Just depends on what you want or what you need. <clears throat> but harvests are determined. The measurement that we bring to anything, you know, is determined by the measurement of the need, the necessity, or the desire. Isn't that right? <clears throat> When there's just me, it's one measurement of income, measurement of, you know, this or that. When Sandy come along, the measurement went, went to a different measure. When them children come along, it went to a different measure. Even when they left and they came back and brought little birds with them, it went to a different measure. We, <clears throat> we've, got, we've got one now, and her whole, you know, I mean... You know, uh, uh, that uh, next generation, she's about this tall. And, and Miss Sandy's just, I mean, just gets a smile on her face. And every time she goes somewhere, she's thinking about, you know, that one. She don't live here. She's not on the budget. She's not included in any of that. In my account of the thing, so to speak, she's got parents. Oh, no, but... Amen. Now, if you love, you're going to give. Amen. You extend all that blessing out to them. Isn't that true? So measurements go up. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. By just necessity and desire. Amen. The, the harvest that we need or that we desire automatically backs us up if we understand the whole kingdom of God works on the principle of, of, of every harvest comes from the seed. There's no harvest apart from seed. I'm talking about if we're really going to operate in the kingdom of God and have the kind of life that God wants us to have, we can, we can like I said, have a car, but it's broke, won't take us nowhere. We can be a child of God, but not know how to live and listen and not take the training for ruling and reigning. I know lots of Christians not ruling and reigning in life. 
they're under it. Life's running over top of them. Life's getting the better of them and not the life of God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, you know, we have a personal choice in that. See, I, I don't re you know, here's the thing. I love every one of you, but if you, you know, I'll bury every one of you. I'm going to 120. Amen. Well, you know, good. But I'm not, I'm not planning on anything less than what God said I could have. Are you listening? And it's your choice. Amen. It's each one of our choices. But we'll be better for it if we, if we reach for the highest that God has. Amen. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really uh, you know, I, I'm here to lead. Followers are looking for a leader to follow. Amen. Uh, I, 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 you just lead sometimes. You look around, whoever's following is following. But you can't stop leading. Amen. And the pastor is supposed to feed you. That's how he leads you. He works the word itself and, and, and shows the example. It'll work for you. But make no mistake about it now. We've got to work the word. He who steadfastly believes in me, he himself will be able to do the things that I do. He will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Now, this is Jesus. This is a huge challenge. I mean, it really is. Uh, understanding, first of all, just looking at what he says at face value, you know, we can shout and holler and all that kind of stuff. But if it's actually going to start working for us, we're going to have to work a little deeper in this word. First thing it says, you're going to have to get a little more steadfast where our believing is concerned. <clears throat> if, if the same amount, let's just, let's just use the cookie jar, for instance, all right? If the, if, you know, in order to keep on enjoying cookies, we, we have to have a certain, you know, we've got to have cookies in the jar. Isn't that right? If we're eating cookies out of the jar and not putting any more cookies back in, even to just come to the same amount, are we going to keep enjoying cookies? Eventually we'll wind up in lack because we're consuming more than we're, than we're producing. Isn't that right? How about if we want to share cookies with somebody else and let them enjoy the measures with us? Can we just keep on even just the same level when we've added somebody else to your measure? Can't do it. You know, you got to, got to have a plan to produce even more cookies to be able to share those cookies with somebody else. Take money, for instance. We can do what we can do with the amount we have, but what if we want to do more? It takes more. Whether it's money, cookies, what about the word of God? Here's the measurement. If, if where you're at, there's still a lack of anything, then you need to increase the measurement. Got a lack of wealth, got a lack of health, got a lack of, you know, this or that. There, everything in this, it, listen, I need a greater, a lack of a harvest of peace and joy and righteousness and all those kinds of things, the gifts of the Spirit, the anointing of God, the grace of God, faith in God, all that kind of stuff. What I gonna do? I've got to up the measure if I'm suffering lack in any area. I've got to hear more than I'm hearing. I've got to, I've got to have a greater influx if, if there's a demand, there's a greater outflow. 
It's simple math, folks. It, there's spiritual wisdom and then there's common sense practical application. We're living natural lives here, supernaturally. We can't get, get just have spiritual wisdom and it not actually function here in, in practical common sense ap- application in our life. Let's uh, move. Are, are we in agreement that Jesus said some astound, an astounding thing in verse number 12? Great faith is for the greater works. Greater works are require greater faith. How many of you believe you're operating in the greater works that Jesus said? Well, to some degree you are. There's a measurement there. You know, you're successful. You're still on this planet. You've been sharing, you know, with folks. Your lives are having impact. But how many of you believe there might be a greater measure than the one you're at right now? Don't get under any condemnation. You know, it's not, you know, all or nothing. It's somewhere, somewhere in between. I mean, there's a few things that work in here. Amen. You know, first, like I said, get faithfulness working. Don't pay any attention to anybody else's attendance role. But by golly gosh, make sure that you are you are at attention. And this uh, 2019, you're going to bring your greatest effort to the greatest year you've ever. God's been offering a great salvation. It's not a time to patty cake fool that away. And I'm going to tell you what now, you know, it, 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 this is the time right now to be making those kinds of decisions. See, it's so easy once you start leaking. Isn't that right? To just run out. And then stand side the road, I don't know what happened. I'm telling you what now, I just, you know, I have no idea. Well, we need to have an idea back here. We don't need to get to where we need the harvest and we're clueless because back here, you know, we was fishing and doing other things, you know, in the springtime you plow and you plant. Really, you plow in the fall. Start plowing now, amen. Start laying it out, building, I mean... You know, everything is towards that next harvest because this one's done. This year's in the bag. And if, and, and if there's lack in any form, just the good news is you can change that. But you're not going to change it looking at the temporary stuff. You're going to change it looking at the eternal stuff because facts are subject to change, but the eternal truth of God's word is not. Amen. Anyone steadfastly believes in me. Anyone. It's available to anyone who steadfastly believe in me, he will have ability. Ability. There will be an enabling from God by the force of faith to do even greater works than Jesus did. Boy, I'll tell you what now. That's a heart full and a mouthful, and we better get our minds on it and get a mindful of it. Amen. Be mindful of it. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, the good news, you can choose. I love you. Like you is. But you don't have to stay like that. You can get a greater measure. What would you look like with a greater measure? My goodness, my goodness. Amen. Listen, let me define uh, greater for you. And we'll, uh, we'll move over here, back here to uh, Matthew. Uh, uh, over in Matthew, well, I got to turn the page, but anyway, it says, listen, greater is defined this of, of an extent, amount, or intensity. Considerably above the normal or average. It, it is 
of ability, quality, or eminence considerably above the normal or average. See, the consideration is this. Many people, we don't consider. Well, our consideration is just enough to get by by way of comparison. You'll never be correct with a comparison horizontally in your life. We're not to compare with anybody else, their measure, this or that. We are to consider him. He is the measure of our life. He is the main consideration of our life, of our example. Are you listening? Well, he just got done saying over there. I mean, read it. It's written in red in some Bibles. It's the words of Jesus. Now, he said, he said, there's a greater, you'll do greater works. Well, greater means a considerably in quantity and quality above the ordinary or the average. So there's going to have to be some consideration there. I believe that we consider things with our heart, but also with our mind. I mean, you can believe some things in your heart. Your mind just be so messed up, you'll be the goofiest flake, fruit, nut, you know. I'm talking about, you know, you're you already on a pink cloud, got yellow lemonade, and you and God are just, you know, I mean, dropping feathers everywhere you go. And think it's anyhow. I'm not being, you know. You know, sometimes you have to, the word is a hammer. You have to break the rock like resistance down. You have to break folks out of. Amen. I mean, they've been too long buried, you know. Uh, uh, you know, and sometimes the rock over the tomb is too big to roll away. You just got to jackhammer it and, you know, hope that the sound of it wakes them up a little bit. At least they go to scratching on the other side. Do you want to be alive? Do you want to get out? Do you want something different than where you're at? Amen. It takes somebody that just comes in sometimes. You know, another word can be water and it's so sweet to drink. I mean, you can take an inner tube and float down the stream and just, you know, go to the ocean and all that kind of stuff. But there's sometimes you just need to hammer that religious mess. Just got to take a hammer and wake. Are you listening? Amen. Just got to... When you got a rock-like resistance, something that's just been set in stone, you know. And I'll tell you in the South, it's been set in stone to compare horizontally and to feel real good about, you know, being ankle-deep in some stuff. Hallelujah. And all the while there's a river to swim in. Listen, that'll take you somewhere. The glory of God. Amen. All right. Now, yes, Lord, I know you're winking at us right now. I appreciate that. The foundation of faith is the Word of God. The firm foundation of faith is the Word of God. It's the, the Word reveals the will and the way of God. We know God. We learn God, His will for our life, what He wants and desires for our life, and we learn His way, how He's going to get that to us. Well, it's all by faith. Grace has provided the measure of faith. Amen. But you're not going to get anything from God apart from faith. I've prayed for folks, I'm tell you what, they tried to lean on our faith, but as a Christian, you've got to have some faith of your own. I remember praying, you know, for healing, and we did everything that we had always done. God always healed us. But we prayed for them. They didn't get healed. They died. 
I said, to God, I don't understand. He said, well, son, he said, if it worked that way, the way you're trying to work it here, he said, you could just believe for everybody to be saved on your faith, and, they, and, they, and they'd be saved. Because it doesn't work that way. They've got to believe something. You've got to believe something. It's not just what your pastor believes. It's the people that believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Let, uh, Matthew the 7th. In case you think I'm lying to you. You know, there's scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture. The Bible's full. Just, I mean, from one end to the other. It's the word of the living God. It's the word of God. Revealing the, way, the will and the way of God. But now, you know, it's not enough to say, well, you know, I know the word. Yeah, I know that you know the word, all right? And most of that is, 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 is relegated down to, you know, I'll tell you what now, I've probably got seven, eight, nine, ten translations now. You talk about the word, I've got the word. And you come to my house and look at my library, I've got lots of books about the word. I love the word. Amen? Are you listening? Well, you know, uh, uh, but are you working the word? See, you can have a pile of lumber up underneath the shed just like you can have a car sitting in the driveway. It won't go nowhere. You can have a whole house of lumber and nails and all that other kind of stuff and you just still underneath a blue tarp. I mean, you living with mama. You living in somebody else's faith because you're not working yours at all. Ain't no, ain't no build a house. <clears throat> It's all right, Brother Bruce. You, when you stand in front of Jesus someday, the Lord will say, you know that Wednesday night when, the, when it was just bouncing back in your face? Oh, it's all right. I know the feeling. Amen. Here we go. Now, if you, if you think you're going to get the better of me where this is concerned, I've got 15 years of this underneath my belt. I mean, I've been 15 rounds of a year at a time with folks that don't want to know, don't want to hear, amen, but I preached it anyway, amen, and, we, and I come away having worked the word, amen, for as I know, they're still stuck, but we moved on, glory be to God, hallelujah, I came for 15 rounds, if I have to win by a knockout on the seventh, that'll be good, we'll go home early, but we can go 15 into overtime if we need to, if it's a tie, amen. There's a lot of, I, I could actually sit here and look, watch Miss Sandy's face when I say that. I could sit here on this stool all night long, talk till the sun comes up in the morning. You couldn't sit there and hear it, but I could talk it. I could preach it and teach it all night long. A fella tried that in the Bible, killed a boy. You know, the answer to, answer to that is don't never have, don't do it in the second story building. Just have everybody on one level. Some of them go to sleep, but you won't kill nobody. But it's all right. They raised him from the dead. Praise Jesus. All right, let's read this and we got to go. I've got three minutes to just introduce this to you. Jesus said this. These again, it's right. He says, So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them. Well, we could stop right there. We need to just finish that one statement. We'll be like a sensible, prudent 
practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock. I, I, I believe that the greater works of the, out of the, the overflow of a greater life, that life of faith in God, uh, has to be built on the bedrock of the truth of God's word, God's will and God's way. It's founded and grounded. It is steadfastly, consistently, Amen. Don't eat the cookie jar down to one crumb, then worry about, oh my God, we're in trouble. Ain't no cookies. About like two people who live in the same house, drinks, drink coffee, you know, uh, and then open up the fridge and there ain't no more half and half there. Now who's that fall on? If two people are doing it. Are you listening? Amen? Some seem like we ought to make sure that, you know, when you go to the store, if you know that it only lasts about five days and you got, you know, you're not planning on going back to a seven by two. Your second one doesn't even have to be a big one. Let it be a little one. And then you've got a reserve there. Amen? We're not never going to run out of half and half. <laughs> Moving right along here. Everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house on the rock. Obedience. Well, you know, Jesus is my Lord. What if Jesus put out a, uh, sent everybody a text and an email, called you personally on the telephone, I mean, I mean, send a personal message to the the person of the Holy Ghost and said, you know what? On Wednesday night, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be teaching. I'm gonna be bringing the word and revealing uh, some things that'll change folks' lives. And you're gonna need this. You may not need it this Wednesday, but you're gonna need it for 2019. Oh, if Jesus invited me, I'd be there. I would be there. If Jesus was personally present, you don't think for a minute, boy, I wish I was a disciple back in the day. Well, I'm going to tell you what, there was a whole lot of folks that, you know, things got too hard for them, they left. Jesus personally appeared to 500 people, over 500 people, personally appeared to them as risen from the dead, resurrected Christ, and only 120, 22% showed up at the upper room. Because most folks... It doesn't matter uh, who invites them or, 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 you know, signs and all that kind of stuff, supernatural uh, business, all that kind of business. You know, they live in the land of excuse. The problem with making an excuse for ourselves or, you know, towards God or others, that kind of stuff, is after a while, you know, uh, we just live there. That's all we got to offer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.